Hey guys, it's Aman and Christina, and welcome back to the Our Rich Journey podcast. Oh, we are talking about real estate today. Yes. I love this question because our favorite pastime is investing in real estate, renovating homes, doing live-in flips. We we could do real estate all day, every day. It is <laughs> it is what we chose to do in early retirement as our passion project, but it also gives us the benefit of additional income because our investments are returning so well. Yes, so this question is from Anna, and she has a question about whether or not to invest in real estate in the United States or invest in real estate in Portugal. So we're gonna play the question, but just to give you some insight to the listeners is that we did invest in both. We invested in the Bay Area, the California Bay Area, and brought real estate there, and then now we're also invested in property in Portugal. So let's listen to her question. Hello, Amon and Christina. This is Anna. Um, I live in Philadelphia, uh, but I have double nationality, uh, U.S. and Portuguese, um, and I am considering moving to Portugal, uh, back to Portugal, I should say, next year. Um, And I have been wanting to uh, invest in real estate, um, but I keep thinking... um, that I'm not sure whether I should invest in real estate in the U.S. or in Portugal. Um, And I was wondering what uh, led you to decide to invest in Portugal versus uh, investing in the U.S. and perhaps getting higher yields. Um, And um, just wanted to have your input on this. Thank you. All right. So the real estate question. That is a great question. You know, real estate has always been a part of our fire plan, Mm -hmm. right? We talk about if you are pursuing financial independence, you must have a plan uh, for investing. You have to invest in order to build wealth. And so for us, investing in the stock market and also investing in real estate was a part of that plan. It has always been our plan to have real estate when we retired and generate income from that real estate. And so I think it's great that she's talking about also investing in real estate. It is a great way to diversify your portfolio and to diversify the streams of income that you'll have when you retire early. Yeah, I love that you hit on that word diversify, right? Diversification. We talked about that in our last episode as it related to individual stocks and a total stock market index fund or ETF, but it also can apply to various different asset classes like investing in real estate and investing in the stock market or investing in real estate in the United States and investing in real estate in Portugal, right? You have more diversification with your investments, which tends to make your investment less risky because you're not putting, basically the concept is you're not putting all of your money into one single investment. It's sort of spread out to spread out your risk. Like I said, we did invest in the Bay Area when we were there, and then we ended up selling our properties for over $400,000 in profit. But then later, we moved to Portugal, and we bought these properties here. One of the reasons for us was diversification, right? Because the majority of our money is in the U.S. stock market. So we have a lot of money in there. But by investing in real estate, in Portugal, which is not 
tied as closely to the US stock market, we're getting more diversification with our real estate here. And we just saw just incredible opportunities for real estate investments here. Anna had mentioned, is it about the yields? For us, it's always about numbers, crunching those numbers, what can give us the greatest yield? Because when we're thinking about whether we invest in real estate in general at all, it's because we want to get a higher yield in those investments than what we would do, than what we would anticipate if we, we were to invest in the stock market. So we've mentioned this before, but historically on average, the total stock market returns a 10% yield every single year on average. And so when we are thinking about which investments to make in real estate, we want it to be well above 10, a 10% yield in profits from that. And that's because real estate involves more work. Our investment portfolio in the stock market is so passive, we don't have to do anything. But when we're investing in real estate, we've got a mon over here <laughs> renovating everything. We'll chip in a little, it's you know, help out a bit, but it's more work. So the more work you put into it, you're expecting a higher yield. You know, and this goes back to when we were investing in real estate in the US, right? Mm -hmm. We had to put a lot more of our own sweat to get the returns that we were looking for mm -hmm. investing in the US. We don't necessarily have to put that much sweat into the real estate that we're doing here in Portugal. But in order to get a good return on our investments in the US, I mean, we were living in the homes, we were flipping the homes, we were house hacking. We had to do all of these unconventional things in order to get a good return, especially as mom and pop investors mm -hmm. with not a lot of money. I mean, we bought our first piece of real estate in the San Francisco Bay Area with an FHA loan. It was only a 3.5% down payment. Mm -hmm. And it was a semi fixer upper. We fixed it up. We pulled out some of the equity in order to buy our next piece of real estate. And that's that would have been the only way that we were able to get into real estate in the San Francisco Bay Area was by buying a primary residence with an FHA loan and doing this live and flip strategy. It was almost like a semi-burr strategy. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't have to do that here in Portugal. The barrier for entry for buying real estate here is a lot lower. And we get a lot of people that want to know about moving to Portugal, about investing in real estate in Portugal, and they have so many questions. And if we had not been here boots on the ground, we would not have the type of knowledge and have the savvy ability to really invest in real estate. And so all these questions that we get from people from afar that want to invest in real estate, I am I'm very concerned in a way because a lot of those people, they don't understand the dynamics of investing here in Portugal. And so most people, when they invest in Portugal, unfortunately, they are investing in the same places. They're investing in Porto and they're investing in Lisbon. Mm -hmm. And from our perspectives, the return is not that great in those cities. Mm -hmm. You really have to go outside of those cities and identify a niche. That's what we've done with our real estate investing here. We've found a niche and we are getting a tremendous return because we've done that research. Yeah, so I definitely think, you know, at this point in time, if you're looking at investing in real estate in Portugal, it's gonna be harder to find those deals in those major cities like Porto, like Lisbon, even some areas in the Algarve. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So you really have to find, you know, you have to spread out the, beyond those areas and find those deals. But I wanna bring up 
something else that you said, which was that barrier of entry. If you can find those deals, in most cases, you're gonna find something where it's a lower barrier of entry because the home is less expensive than a home in, I think she said Pennsylvania or... or She's from Philly. Philly, okay. So it could be potentially less expensive to buy a home here. Now, Anna, you said that you were going to be returning to Portugal. So my assumption is that you are familiar with Portugal. I don't know how long it's been since you've been living in Portugal, but one of the things that we did when we moved here is we rented for a year first because we really wanted to get this idea of what is the real estate market here? Where are the good areas? We wanted to find a good deal. So we took the time to find that. So for anyone who is actually interested in investing in Portugal real estate, I would say take some time, move here, rent first, really get a lay of the land and see where those deals are so that you can find a property that will give you that 10 plus percent return that you're looking for. You know, there's something else about living here in Portugal. You need to establish relationships mm -hmm. with the people that are here. It's If it's not real estate agents, it's definitely the handymen, the electricians, the plumbers, all of these people that a real estate investor must have a relationship with because if you don't have those relationships here in Portugal, you will not survive. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have been able to do, and I'm so glad that we did, is you know when we bought our primary residence here, we were going through the process of renovating our house here. And so we were establishing relationships with all of those tradesmen. So we could pick up the phone anytime, call up however many plumbers we need, however many electricians we need. But for a foreigner, for someone that comes here and just starts buying real estate, without those contacts, mm -hmm. they're gonna be overpaying for things. They're gonna be struggling to get people to come back or answer their phone calls because they're seen as just as kind of an outsider. And it's been so nice that we've been able to establish friends and relationships with the people that have been helping us on our transition here to Portugal. It's great that Anna is from Portugal, so, mm -hmm. so she probably has friends or family here. And so she understands that one of the ways that business is done here in Portugal is through word of mouth. Right. I mean, I, ca I cannot <laughs> tell you. If you try to Google certain things in Portugal, you're going to have a hard time finding it. Right. You know, a lot of businesses just don't have websites. They don't have Yelp reviews or Google reviews. The reviews are your friends, your family, your neighbor. Do you remember we were looking for some work to be done in our garden? Uh-huh. And the advice that we got from our neighbor oh, yeah. was go, go to, to the cafe. cafe. Yes. Go to the cafe and ask around. So you right. got to hang out in the cafe for a couple of weeks. Just, you know, first, you don't walk right into the cafe saying, I'm <laughs> Who knows I'm a plumber? Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to, you know, relax, have a cup of coffee, have some work on your Portuguese, and then finally get around to, hey, you know where I can find a good plumber? But that's how things work in this environment. Right. 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 <laughs> okay. So to summarize the question, why did we invest in Portuguese real estate? One was the barrier of entry. It is a, a, It was a lot less to invest in something like a property here versus something in the Bay Area, for example. Two was diversification. I mean, it gave us foreign investments that we could focus on and combine that with our investments in the U.S. stock market. And three is something that when we were thinking about 
investing in property here in Portugal, we're thinking about high returns, high yields, something that will yield us something greater than if we took that same amount of money and put it into the stock market. So that's what we're focused on because again, here in Portugal, tourism is really huge. And so our properties here, we have on Airbnb. And because Airbnb is widely used in Portugal because it's such a tourism country, we are getting those yields that we expected. So that's why we decided on property here in Portugal. We hope that answers your question, Anna. And like we said, if you come back to Portugal, make those connections, find out different areas outside of those key areas to look for, and you could very likely find a really great deal. So for everyone who is listening, again, if you have questions, please send them to us. You can go to ourrichjourney.com forward slash podcast to submit your question to us so that we can use it on a future episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Remember that we are not financial advisors and the views expressed by us are solely for entertainment purposes. You must make responsible decisions and that means making decisions based on the thorough independent research that you conduct. Thanks for listening.